Hey there, my name is Alex Benz. Uh, this is the first episode in a series of podcasts I'm going to be doing. Um, they're mainly just going to be kind of a self-help thing. Uh, in this first episode, I really just kind of spoke from the heart, and uh, it was very improvised. And uh, not f- there were no notes uh, or themes or... It really anything. It, it it was me just messing around with my microphone uh, that I just got. And, uh, yeah, I just hit record, and I was kind of dicking around for a minute and a half, minute and 45 minutes, 45 seconds, and, and then I just fell into this flow of talking. and um, Yeah, and then an episode was started. So, I'm not going to ruin the title that I came up with uh, for this podcast. I reveal it at the end. It came to me naturally. And that's kind of a beautiful thing. And I think this podcast, or whatever will come out of this, is going to be good. And I feel great about it. So, we got about another 30 seconds till the audio starts. Uh, and that's where I kind of realized I was recording my first episode of a podcast. And then it happened. So welcome, enjoy, and I look forward to speaking with you more about different topics and in different ways. Here you are. Enjoy. This is it. Here's the cast. Oh, yeah. Right now, uh, I'm in my room. I'm in my closet. I have my clothes adjusted around so that I can sit in the closet because it's not very big. Uh, I have a cup of coffee with me, my Ben Franklin bust. I can see Ben right here. He's looking at me. And we're just going to have a conversation, talk back and forth, and uh, see where this goes, what I talk about, if any of it's good, if any of it's okay, if we can really use it. Um, Yeah, my goal mainly just being kind of get some things off my chest not feel like I have to carry them around. Maybe that resonates with you, whatever I'm going through. We're all human, right? And everybody's having a different experience. Some of us are going through similar things. Some of us are having something different but can relate. I think it's important to continue to build the dialogue around it. Um, People today seem to really not want to talk. And I think a medium like podcasting or or YouTube or any of these uh, longer form interview or conversation where you can really open up and build an audience, you know, people react to those positively and negatively. But people react to them and they listen, right? And they really engage with that. Whereas our short form media, things like, well, I'll use an example. And I think it's pretty appropriate. Like, look at something like Vine. Vine was around for a couple of years, and then it was gone. It was huge. People were making Vines and creating Vines and watching them. And then just like that, in a snap, it was gone. Um, I think it spoke to its temperance, right? Like, it was very temporary. It wasn't something permanent. These longer-form... 
These longer forms of media have staying power. I think about magazines and periodicals that are long-form photography. You know, just big issues of photography. They've been able to sustain themselves. I think about National Geographic. I think about uh, Time. Right? These are magazines that have been around for a long, long time. Newspapers like Washington Post and the New York Times. There's a reason why there's an audience for these things. It's not because they're salacious and like uh, chasing stories. They go out and they find the best story and they curate it and they work the story through and they really develop it as opposed to something that's quick and, and short term um, that doesn't really connect with an audience or build an audience or create a dialogue or inform people. People walk away from that and that that could be, there's a reason why, you know? That reason being that they, they can't connect and build an audience. Uh, it's not relatable. And, um, yeah, it, that's just kind of how I feel about that. So that's a little bit about why we want to do this and why we think it's important um, to have this conversation. So... I am very new at this, and I'm figuring it out as I go along, but, you know, let's go for that trip. Let's go for that journey. Let's see where it takes us. Uh, I'm going to try to do this as best as possible, as regularly as possible. Just sit down and talk. Sounds bizarre, but uh, I'm going to do it. Um, and I also think about the impact of things like social media on our society and our children and and what that looks like for our future. So I think that's why it's important to engage in podcasting. It's a part of that media, that new media landscape. And being a voice in it that people can go to. Um, and that, it, you know, I'm not, I'm not interested in chasing fans or all that other stuff. Uh, I, I just want to speak from the heart and, and let it speak for itself. I'm not going to change who I am or modify that for you or for this audience. You know, like, that's just not who I am. So if you, if you do know me, um, and I appreciate you listening, that, that's it. It's the truth. It's going to be what I feel. It's going to be from the heart. And uh, I, I hope, you know, I hope that honestly you enjoy it. I'm not trying to offend you. I'm not trying to... Um, attack anybody, but I'm going to speak honestly. And uh, There's going to be times when you don't like that, and that's okay. I like that you don't like it. I appreciate that you don't like it. It's my truth, right? And um, it's not coming from a place that is uh, negative, and I want you to know that. And you might think, oh, that's just, you know, you're, you're, you want to take this positive outlook on the world and your life, and uh, that's great. Um, but it's not real. Um, and that may be true to you, but the reality is I, I can point out more instances where something good has happened um, in my day or with somebody around me. And that's true, right? Um, and if you want to focus on negative things and negative events, the, the outcome for you is not going to be great. Um, those negative things will start to weigh on you um, and manifest in different ways. I, I don't, I'm not going to get into a whole mind-body thing, but, you know, just Google mind-body. 
it, it's real. Uh, it's true. It happens. I've watched it happen to people. Um, surround yourself with negativity. Well, that's just kind of my philosophy. That's just kind of my philosophy on life. Uh, you can take it or leave it. If, if you'll notice, I'm not. I'm not going to go back and edit this. Uh, not because I don't think the audience doesn't deserve it, but I, I'm real. I'm going to make mistakes. I'm going to say the wrong word. You can tweet me or Instagram me or whatever, and let me know that uh, I, I said the wrong thing. That's fine. Uh, I don't mind. Um, so I've been, I've had the blog, uh, or my blog for over a year now. Uh, it sat vacant for about a year. Uh, six months ago, I started posting on it. Then I stopped and, uh, I've been working on a post, uh, to kind of bring it back, catch you up and, and really hammer home a topic. A really deep topic, uh, something people might not be comfortable with, something that people experience in different ways, but everybody goes through this. Um, and so I thought this was the best way to do it, and this was the best way to deal with it um, in talking to you about it, whoever you are, wherever you are, you're listening. And that makes me feel better. And I hope it makes you feel better. So you can write me or tweet me or Instagram me. Um, and I will do my best to get back to you in a timely-ish fashion. I don't foresee initially this being a big thing or it blowing up. So I'll get back to you soon. If this goes on and I keep recording and uh, gain some sort of following and, you know, I'm getting a ton of messages or whatever, it's going to take longer. So if you listen to this one and it's been a couple months and I've kept recording, that's what happened. Um, cool. So as we move forward, like you just need to know that like about a month ago, I was in New Jersey visiting my family, um, unaware that this was going to be the last time I was going to get to see my dad. And then I would come back to Memphis uh, and get that news and have to deal with and grapple with this loss kind of on my own. You know, for a better part of a year, I've, or almost two years now, excuse me, I've been living in Memphis and been kind of not on my own. And then in uh, November, I was on my own, and that was it, uh, figuring it out making mistakes, and but, but living my life, and it was good. And I was, and I am really hitting my stride, and I've found my way into a career that I enjoy. I found my way into friend groups that I really enjoy. Some of them I haven't really been as active with this past month and a half, two months, because summer happened, and then summer happened, right? Like this profound thing happens. And um, anyway, I, I went home uh, to be with family about a week ago uh, in, in August, the end of August, to, to celebrate uh, my dad's life and to talk with friends and family. And that was really great. And it made me miss my friends and my family back home. But I think another part of that is that when you share updates about what you're doing professionally and personally with your friends, people that care about you, 
they're like really, they're very genuinely happy that you're doing the thing that you love. And so that, that makes it difficult to walk away as well um, and go back a thousand miles away from them and not, and not have them around. But I've also felt like Memphis has been a good place for me personally and uh, professionally. So like, it's hard also to come back and to be in a place that you enjoy and not, and kind of not want to walk away. Um, and when I left, uh, my mom was like, well, you know, you can come back for fall break and like, that would be nice. But if you don't, I'm not going to be mad at you. Like you have to live your life and it's important that you live your life. So the thing that I really want to do is try to live my life in the best way possible. And what does that mean and what does that look like? This is people around me and the people that I care about. So, you know, these are all questions I'm trying to work through. Uh, how do you move forward and how do you live your best, the best, in the best way possible to honor and to remember and to really build on a legacy? These are all things that I, I do not have an answer for. Um, you know, and maybe this is part of it. I, I don't know. I really want to, I've always tried to help people in anything I've done. And I've always gotten the most joy in my life when I'm helping someone. Um, you know, I, you could pay me a meager living for the rest of my life, but if I'm doing something and it's helping people, I'm fine. You know, I'm content. I'm fulfilled. I think that's a better word. Contentment to me uh, speaks to like a wanting more. Content is like, I'm okay for now, but later I'm going to want more. And I think fulfillment is being full and complete. And that's more powerful. And that's lasting. Contentment means in an hour or a half hour, I'm going to need more to fill the hole. Whatever that hole for you is. It could be food. It could be sugar. It could, well, food and sugar are similar, but, you know, it could be alcohol. It could be drugs. It could be sex. It could be any number of things that fill that void for you. And so... Um, you know, that's my current state, right? I'm trying to get back to be fulfilled. And I don't expect it to come soon. I, and I think that's also a good thing. You know, I, I don't want to be... I don't want instant gratification. You know, instant gratification would be go back a year and smack my dad in the head and tell him to go to the doctor. Right? Like, maybe two years. And, and just tell him to take better care of himself. And I feel like there were definitely moments, you know, in our relationship where I did. I tried to be like, Dad, I love you, and I want you to take care of yourself. And he kind of just, as he did, I'm, I'm going to curse, but he would just tell me to kind of fuck off. And that's fine. Like, that's his choice. So, like, that's my dad's life. It's not my life. It's not mine to live. It's not mine to dictate how it goes. It was his. And so, like, accepting that, even at that very, like, people were like, oh, my God, I can't believe that you feel so much better about not having him here. And I'm like, 
no, I don't feel better. I've accepted certain things about it. I accepted certain things about the person he was while he was alive. Right? I didn't wait for him to be dead to be like, oh my God. That's not a way to live. Right? And so, like, if you didn't accept or if you don't accept things about people around you in in your life, when they're gone, the loss is going to be that much more painful. Right? Like, I knew a decent amount about who he was as a person while he was alive. And I accepted those things. I didn't like them all the time, but I accepted them. He had a, a temper, right? There were days where he was just grumpy and mad. And you're like, what are you mad about? You have a beautiful family. You have all these different things around you. And it wasn't enough. So, like, that's where fulfillment like being truly fulfilled comes into my life. Like I need to be fulfilled. I don't need to be content. I don't want to just have the latest and greatest of something and then 10 minutes later be like, oh, I need more, right? Because that doesn't work. It's not lasting. It doesn't make you want to keep living because life is just going to seem like a never-ending shitstorm. Things are going to get harder and worse and worse and worse and worse. And then you're going to go, why am I doing this? What is this all about? What is this for? Who am I living for? And then you're dead. And so why not take 10 minutes and enjoy what you're doing or be aware of what you're doing, right? Just take five minutes, 10 minutes, and be present. It will shift the way your whole day goes. I promise you this. It will. It has, and it continues to do that for me. I take five minutes in the morning and five minutes at night. I close my eyes and I sit. I try to clear my mind. I try not to think about anything at all. Things come up and then I let them go. And then things come up again. And then they keep coming up. And not every day do do I ever get to a state of calm. But I closed my eyes and I tried. And that's the gift of, like, mindfulness and meditation. And when shit happens, when you have someone leave your life unexpectedly, that's when you're able to say, oh, that's why I was doing that. So that when something terrible, awful happens, you can keep going. You can keep fighting the good fight. And so, you know, that's that's where I'm at now, trying to keep going. Because with time, you get back into your rhythm or you develop a new rhythm or the rhythm that you used to have doesn't serve you anymore. And you have, like I said, a new one. And it may have pieces from the old one, but it's new and it's different, but it works. I wish that... um, Anyway, forget that. We're going to go back to November. And in November my uh, relationship, romantic relationship, fell apart. And, and that was all my fault, right? And uh, it was my fault in a lot of different ways. It was a failing on myself to, like, communicate different needs that I had in the relationship and not realizing that this person would walk away if I kept failing that need for her. Uh, and so that happened, and then it was over. And it was over in a spectacular manner. We don't need to particularly go into that right now, but anyway, the loss of this was oppressive to me. Like, 
going back to yoga. And I had a very strong yoga practice for a number of years, about three, about three years. And um, yeah, I, uh, in September, uh, my longtime friend and uh, like mentor in yoga and teacher and, f and just all these different a light in my life, just gone. She went into the ocean to go swim. She, she didn't come back out while well, she went surfing. Uh, and she didn't come back. And I, I see this on Facebook, and I'm, I'm blown away. Um, and so then, you know, September, October, uh, we lose a close family friend. And then uh, November, my relationship falls apart. And I had started to practice yoga again after um, my friend's death. And so... Um, you know, it was very helpful and grounding and rooting, and I felt like I was getting back to myself. And so, like, it was like one loss, another loss, and it was just poof, 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 quick uh, like that. And, you know, everything is, like, falling apart around you, and you're like, I'm going to keep going. This is, uh, this is all right. I'm going to just keep going. Uh, and so that's what I did. I just kept going, and then I started to find different yoga studios and uh, uh, landed on a, a studio that like really focuses or a majority of their classes are kundalini yoga. And I'd heard about it um, in college, but I'd never gone to a class. And, um, you know, they're like, oh, well, this is the yoga of awareness, and uh, it's going to be pretty interesting. And you're like, what does that mean? All right, and uh, it was. It was a really interesting. I really enjoyed it, and it, it opened up all these different things for me. And so... Um, you know, I've, I haven't gone as much in the past two months because I've been all over. And so I feel myself being more tired and weighed down and sluggish than I normally am. And uh, I'm a teacher by trade, and I'd go to Kundalini class after a long day of teaching, wake up in the morning ready to go. And, like, I'd come into work, and teachers would be like, why are you so energetic? Like, what is your problem? Right, like that. And I'm just like... I go to Kundalini Yoga. Like, I'm, I'm firing on all cylinders because our kids deserve that, right? Like, kids need... I need that. Kids need that. Everybody needs that. And, um, yeah, I, I think it allows me or gives me the ability to keep positive, right? And so, like, I think that's going to be a big focus of this endeavor is talking about positivity and how you maintain a positive outlook. Um, it's gonna. We're gonna talk about loss and grief and life, um, things that happen. Feel free to write me and share events that you're going through, and maybe I'll pop off a quick five or ten minute response audio for everybody. I won't share your name, your location, anything you don't want me to share. Um, I won't. I'll protect the or I'll change the names to protect the innocent. But just know, like I'm here. I'll listen. I don't care. Um, I'm not going to judge you. Where do I stand to gain from that? And as long as you don't judge me, I won't judge you. Sounds fair? Good. Uh, this is, like, kind of weird. I'm actually sitting in my closet where all my clothes are. My suits are behind me. My, like, casual shirts are in front of me. I've got, like, plaid and crazy colors and patterns. And it's just ridiculous, like. This is where I'm sitting to, to, to vent and to talk about my life and to get things off my chest. But I'm here. 
I'm sitting in a closet and I'm talking to a microphone. Uh, it, it's pretty weird. And we've been talking for like a half hour now, which just feels bizarre that I've, I've managed to get this far. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it feels good to have an outlet, and I think that's important for everybody. So I recommend that, like, find your outlets. I love to run, which I never thought would be a sentence I was going to say out loud. Oh, I like to go for a run. I'm like, oh, about how far do you like? And I'm like, well, like, maybe six miles. That's, that's not normal. Who runs even more than a mile these days, right? Um, but running is a big thing. It's meditative. It's relaxing. It's, it's all these different things. It, it's not a race against anybody if you don't want it to be. It's your running, which I love. I love that idea. I love that concept. Anything I can do that is mine and I'm not erasing anybody or it's not a competition, I love that. I'm about that. That's the truest form of our uh, self, right? Being able to do something and you not feel like you're competing. If you feel like you're competing against someone, you're living your life wrong because you're living your life for someone else if you feel like you're competing because there is no one who compares to you, right? You, there's no need to feel like you're in comp constant competition. No one's coming for you. No one's coming for you like that. Um, and if you create that idea in your head, oh, I, I need to go do this thing because someone else is doing it, and if they come for me, then I'm going to lose they will come for you. Like that, that that person will manifest in your world. That will happen because you put it in your mind and then it happened because you were looking for it. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like I don't go out looking for things I don't want in my life. I recommend you do the same thing. Don't go out there looking for things you don't need or want in your life. Now having said that, I'm not saying you should go look for more drugs or alcohol in your life. What I'm saying is you should be looking for the healthiest things for you in your life. If food is your drug, you need to change the food you're eating today. Not tomorrow, today. Change it. Stop. You're killing yourself. I'm telling you this from a true place. You're killing yourself. Right? The food you eat impacts you. You need to realize one truth. You are the most precious gift to yourself. Your body is a gift. Not everybody gets a body like yours. Not everybody gets the ability to love like you, or to laugh like you, or to find stillness like you. Nobody can do what you can do. Right? So don't forget that you're a precious gift and that you need to take care of the gift. If I gave you a beautiful diamond uh, necklace and you say, oh my God, this is just what I've wanted. I'm going to take the best care of this ever. It's going to be cleaned every month. Every other week, I'm going to make sure it's, it's in pristine condition. Thank you. That's your body. That's the, it's a beautiful jewel. It's, it's perfect. But if you're not taking care of it, 
you're allowing things to build up on it and it's dull, then it's not a gift anymore. It's a burden. So stop. Take care of your gift. Right? Until science, religion, or philosophy can truly explain the nature of our existence and what consciousness is, it's a gift. At its simplest form, it is truly a gift to be here with you today. Not tomorrow, not any other day, not any other minute. Right now is the gift. Use the gift wisely. Right? Don't throw it out. Stop throwing it out. Okay? So those are things that I want you to start to frame in your world. And people will go, oh, Alex, it's so great to see you. Like, you post this or that on whatever. That's fine, but it, I'm not doing it for you. I appreciate that you like it, but it's not a joke. It's not, it's not fake. I'm not, I'm not cooking food or, or going to a yoga class because I need your acceptance about it. I'm going to share about it because I think it's an important thing, and it's a positive thing that you can do, too. Like, I'm not special because I go to that class. I'm not special because I made myself... Uh, a bowl of soup that was actually just from a box and I threw rice in it. That's not special. That's just like I found an easy way to do it. And I'm doing it because I want to take care of this. So like, whatever it is you, you struggle with, right? Whatever it is, it doesn't matter. Um, just find a way to make it work. Find a different way. Clearly something's not working, right? We've identified there's a problem for you. I'm speaking to you. My problems I've talked about at the beginning. If you have solutions to them, great. But we're talking about you for a couple minutes, and that's the gift here. You identified whatever the problem is. Perfect. That is the first step. Uh, so I'll be very vulnerable right now. Like financial security is a problem for me. Like I'm not good at managing my money or knowing where it goes or how it goes there or where it gets to. I'm bad at that. So I work hard at that. Um, some months I'm very successful and I'm able to save money. Other months I'm not as successful. So that that's a struggle, right? Okay, I know my problem. What do I do to fix it? Well, it seems like I go out to dinner every day and um, going out for drinks with friends every other day. Well, oh my goodness. Like, find the things you can cut out. Just cut them out. It, you can do it. I do it. You can do it. Um, it. It's not impossible. I believe in you. There's other people in your life who believe in you. They believe in your infinite possibilities. You need to believe in those infinite possibilities. You are unlimited. That is one of my favorite, absolute favorite quotes from Yogi Bhajan. He says, you are unlimited. And when you really think about it, you are. You truly are unlimited. There is no limit to what you can do, possess, or be. The only limit that you place on yourself is the ones that, that you inflict or that you let others inflict. And so when you stop and you let go of those things that are holding you back, Possibilities open up. Possibilities that you never imagined become real. And I know this sounds vague and, and ridiculous, but um, um, I'm trying to think of a truly profound example I've had recently. Okay, yeah, here it is. Um, so I'm a teacher, and I'm walking down the hall, 
and I see a student who is not in class, and there's a reason why he's not in class. Class is really hard for him to be in for, for a number of reasons, right? And so I walked up to him, and I said, hey, why are you out in the hall? And he's with this other staff member, and he goes, well, he, he couldn't sit in class or whatever, and I'm like, oh, okay, that's not real. That's garbage, in my mind is what I'm thinking. And then I go, um, hey, student, like, if you could make your own school, what would that be? What would it look like? What would it feel like? And his eyes lit up because no one asks him what he thinks. Right? I stopped being limited by what I thought his possibilities were. I just said, forget it. You know what? Let me ask a question. And let me see what the answer is. Let me see what I get. Because that can maybe help me better instruct or better guide him. He's not one of my direct students, but he's a student in my school, and I care about all of them. And his eyes lit up when I asked him a question about what he thought of or what he wanted to do, and he proceeded to tell me about like a cartoon show that was about cars. And in my mind, I went, oh my goodness, you love cars. You truly are passionate about cars and things that move. Because the way he started to talk about it, I go, that, that's your possibility right there. I stopped being limited by what I thought about this kid and, and let him tell me what he needed to hear or say. And it was amazing. It was one of the most beautiful moments I've had uh, since I've been a teacher. And, and to, to be able to get a child to like realize something like that, that's profound. So that's my example for being unlimited. Like I limited myself previously about what I thought this student could do or what he should do. And uh, I stopped. I said, forget it. Like, let me just ask this kid. And I got the answer. Right or a possibility for him, and so my hope is that like he's able to live into that and to really figure it out, and maybe there's things that we can be doing at our school to help him get to that possibility. So, yeah. So we've identified our problem, right? We've talked about how we can like kind of cut things out that limit us from that possibility. So we like know the problem. Once you realize you're unlimited, then you have to figure out like what steps you need to start taking to live into that and what activities and what things you need to, to do that better you. So in that example with the child and asking him like, what do you want to do? Bizarre, right? Ask someone what they want to do and you get an answer. Um, so you ask them what you want or what they want to do, and then you start to figure out what things you can do to help make that happen. So the same should be true about your own self, right? Like you've identified that um, I don't like, I'm gonna use weight. I don't like how big I am right now, or I don't like how I feel every day, right? I feel tired and run down and sluggish. And I also eat hamburgers three days a week and uh, um, Taco Bell the other two, or whatever, I love Taco Bell, so. No, no shade on Taco Bell. Like they have some really great vegetarian options. Full, full disclosure. I, I do that from time to time, um, if I'm in a pinch. So, you know, like we we then realize that there are things that we can do to, um, yeah, that we can do to really like live into whatever our problem is, and that that starts to change our possibilities. So we have our problem, 
we live into the fact that we're unlimited. And then reality starts to set in, right? Like something bad happens. And then you're like, oh, no, fuck, I'm done. This is it. I'm, I'm dead in the water. There's no way I can get around this. I am fucked. And that, like that may be true for a minute, right? Like something bad happened. Oh, this is terrible. Oh, I can't do it. Like all the negative things start to set back in. So this is where the power of what I've found of routine comes in. If you don't have routines in the morning to get yourself up and in the evening to get yourself to bed, like you're failing. You're absolutely failing yourself. I don't know what these routines should look like for you, but I'll tell you about my morning routine. I get up. I generally get up around 4.30, 5 o'clock. Um, some mornings I will... Uh, the order varies, but like the things that I accomplish are the same. I try to meditate for about 5 to 10 minutes, depending on the day and when I wake up All right, and how I feel. That very first thing. Um... I also try not to look at my phone right away or Apple Watch or iPad or laptop. All these devices distract and then the routine is destroyed. Um, in the past month, this has happened. This has set in. So, like, that's my thing. I will own it and I will live into it. So, I do that. Um, I then go to the bathroom. I go to the bathroom and then I get uh, I have a coconut oil in my bathroom and I do uh, about 15 or 20 minutes of oil pulling while I'm getting ready so this is the practice in Ayurveda of taking like a tablespoon of some sort of oil I use coconut and swooshing it in your mouth so as I'm getting ready I'm doing this I'm swooshing not so vigorously because it gets boring but just enough right Swishing the oil around, I'm um, taking my shower, uh, cleaning myself from head to toe, generally like a lukewarm water, not hot, hot. Uh, it's not great for your skin and all these other different things. So I finish up in the shower, I get out of the shower. Uh, usually I spit the oil that I've been pulling around into the garbage and some tissue because it'll clog up your drains, so you don't want that. Uh, then I brush my teeth. Complete that, uh, shave, get dressed, go downstairs, make a cup of coffee uh, in an AeroPress. If you don't have an AeroPress and you like really love coffee, this is just one of the simplest ways to make a quick cup of coffee. Uh, I usually do the inverted method. Uh, you ground coffee, put about two, two big scoops, comes with a normal scoop, so you just measure two scoops into the, the thing. It's flipped upside down, the AeroPress. And then you pour hot water over it. Uh, you can let it rest or steep for about a minute and a half. Um, you know, you, you put the whole thing back together, the little basket cover and the filter, and then you press it for about 30 seconds. So, you know, in total, maybe two minutes of coffee making. And then I try to eat something for breakfast. Um, this past week, it's been a little difficult, but I usually will have a banana, some sort of carb, and some sort of fat. And then I'm good to go for the day. Uh, I get in the car and drive to work, so that part, not part of the morning routine. Um, when I get home, my evening routine, I've really slacked on as of late. Sue me. 
um, but I have. And uh, I will try to get home, uh, eat something, usually rice, some sort of legume, and some sort of green. Spinach, kale, that, that's it, uh, usually. If I'm in a real hurry and a pinch, I uh, eat, I'm, I'm, not ash- I'm ashamed to say, these uh, gar- like gardenia patties, they're like chicken, but they're not chicken. Uh, those things, they're not really great for you, but I, I'll, I'll eat them in a pinch if I need to. And uh, I'll make a sandwich or whatever, you know, quick foods. I do, I do live into those. Maybe uh, Whole Foods has really great soups that are vegan and vegetarian options. So check those out. I really recommend them. Um, yeah, so I'll eat something. I'll do some sort of spiritual practice, either yoga, meditating, and then I go to bed. That's it. So that's usually my daily routines. Like They're very important to get me up and get me to bed. And I think a good... Sleep hygiene is very important, and it's something I struggle with. I've struggled with this past couple months because there have been some nights where I just couldn't fall asleep, and that's kind of understandable. And I was doing some reading. If you're familiar with Tim Ferriss, I'm a big fan of Tim. I think he has a great podcast. Um, He just always digs out these amazing tips and tricks and just stuff that like is small and actionable and that's what I feel like really drives change in your life anyway so uh, if you don't subscribe you should check his podcast out and Tim has a five bolt Friday which is his newsletter and so this month in or this week in five bolt Friday he had a, a bit about how you can turn your iPhone to grayscale and like this hack of the system, like, or the the OS, like, allows you to kind of disconnect from social media. So I'm very excited about that because I feel like social media draws us in and then we can't draw ourselves out. And it's like a real struggle. That is something that I struggle with. Um, Yeah, so I, I recommend that. Change your phone to grayscale. I will, it's in the accessibility settings um, but I can post in the show notes uh, what what that looks like and how you do it it's really a great thing essentially you just go into the accessibility features and, and turn a color filter on once you do that like it's uh, it's pretty easy you just google it and it's it's out on the internet um, but I had it on at work and I was like I don't even want to look at my phone it's so boring right <laughs> And it works. Like uh, I could get lost in my Instagram feed, like the best of us. And uh, I didn't. And I got to work, and I did like things that I really need to get done and get caught up on, which was awesome. Like I felt very productive, and and that's a positive, and that made me feel good about my life um, when I'm productive and doing things for other people. So. Yeah, this is already about 40 minutes, which is pretty impressive. I was unsure about how this would go today, um, what it would sound like, what it would look like, how I'd feel about it. I think I get in my head about it because I'm just kind of talking at a light switch right now, which is bizarre. Um, Yeah, so I don't have a name for this. This is just Alex talking. That, That could be the name. 
Sounds pretty good to me. Well, welcome to Alex Talking. It's been really great to talk with you. And, you know, hopefully I'll see you again soon. And, yeah. Yeah, well, we're going to get through this, okay? You, me, we're going to work through it. You know, we'll, we'll figure it out. Things will be tough at first, but we're tough. We got this. All right. That's uh, Alex signing off. It's been real. Adios. Bye.